0: well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Hey, welcome to the Transform You Live show. If you have already begun your personal transformation journey, or you want to start one, this is the place to do it, where we share stories, books, and much more valuable information to help you along your step forward. Let's tune in now. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, we, we got a very important guest for you today. Uh, we're here with Laser Haas, uh, who is a SEC whistleblower who also had part of his cases before President Biden's Supreme Court nominee, uh, Judge Brown, uh, Jackson. Uh, so we're going to continue to uh, get a chance to uh, understand uh, Dodette. It's likely that the GOP will try to resist this nomination. It's also highly likely that Judge Jackson will be confirmed as the first black woman to the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, so, Laser, tell us uh, who you are.
0: Uh, uh, I was the court approved CEO of eToys.com um, uh, during the bankruptcy. Uh, the original founder of eToys was Toby Link. But it was such a problem mess that he abandoned as soon as the lawyers put it into bankruptcy, uh, which was a scheme of its own because they actually weren't bankrupt. But I took over I, my nickname throughout the industry in the turnaround management association, troubled asset industry was laser to liquidator because everybody always called me to mop up at the end to maximize returns at minimum expense.
1: Interesting. Well, let's just switch over a little bit, and we would really like to know how did you come to, you know, be in her honor, Judge uh, Jackson's court.
0: Well, uh, 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 there's a convoluted scheme. Goldman Sachs and Bain Capital ripped off Mattel and eToys in 1999. They ripped off our company going public for a billion dollars. EToys.com. ETYS when it and it wound up on the off-sheets, ETYSQ, and they ripped off Mattel shareholders for four billion. Um they were able to get away with this because the prosecutors over the case, which was Comb Connolly, assistant U.S. attorney in the U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware, eToys and Mattel being Delaware corporations, and the SEC Task Force, Southern District of New York. The issue being that our stocks were traded at the New York and Nasdaq Stock Exchange, and that person was Stephen Pykin. Combe Connolly worked for the MNAT or was partnered with MNAT law firm uh, who secretly represented Goldman Sachs and Bain Capital. And uh, Stephen Pikin after he agreed with Cohn Connolly not to prosecute the case, he went to work as a partner with Sullivan and Cromwell, which is the law firm that represents Goldman Sachs in New York, through multiple court cases and uh, the m and law firm being found guilty and the Trav Boniquist and uh, Fox law firm being found guilty of deceit in the Etoys case that both Combe Connelly and Stephen and refused to prosecute, I was forced to go outside of their jurisdictions and and one of those jurisdictions was when Trump became president, he nominated another Sullivan and Cromwell partner, uh, Jay Clayton, whose wife, Gretchen, was actually a partner in Goldman Sachs in the division that ripped us off uh, to be the head of the SEC. Trump knew me personally. My dad was in the New York uh, mafia. I was a juvenile delinquent. My dad uh, uh, was in real estate in New York and, you know, drove people around in the mob all the time. And so we knew Trump. There was times that I tried to do deals with Trump, like the Barbizon Hotel mm-hmm. and, uh, and Ben to his boat where he holds parties. And uh, uh, Trump does the golf coursing in order to do deals away from everybody. Romney doesn't do golf. So Romney and Trump had a big dinner after Trump got elected. And when he nominated Con Connolly, I mean, not Colm Connolly at first, when he nominated Jay Clayton, I immediately sent a letter to Trump informing him what he inherited. You know, he had all that talk about cleaning the swamp, draining the swamp. And I was smack dab in the middle of it. I was blowing the whistle on Wall Street fraud. And I had proof that corruption was protecting it. And Trump never answered me. So I had to sue. And I sued in Washington, D.C., federal court on March 22nd, 2017, uh, and I sued the president and the other uh, uh, U.S. government agencies that had uh, uh, auspice over the case. And Judge Contenze Brown Jackson was the presiding judge in my case.
1: Wow. After hearing all that, it's a real curious question to ask. Do you support this nomination?
0: Uh, yes, I do. With a caveat. Uh, uh, our, our, my case was mishandled by the clerk. I've got no proof that Judge Jackson did that wrong. But at the same time, she needs to explain how her case got messed with and she couldn't stop it. Uh, but I deeply support. Yes, I want a black woman on the Supreme Court. Uh, uh, we already have an unbalance as it is already. And, you know, you look over the years, the uh, you know, the, the 200 years, it's been a white male group, you know, uh, that doesn't represent the population. You know and and, uh, and truth be told, she has more experience than most of the judges combined, you know, in the amount of casework that she's done. Uh, but in my case, my case, she signed an order to dismiss before it was even in the docket record. Now, that's not her fault. She's not the clerk. Um, and to her to her plus side, uh, Judge Jackson, put in there that it was not dismissed and she put it in bold without prejudice Mm -hmm. in other words she didn't rule that i couldn't reopen the case and she also uh uh uh, made several statements uh that i could appeal unfortunately you're only allowed to appeal within 10 days of a case or 45 days when the government's involved which they were But I never got any letter about the appeal. I didn't find out until way months later. Mm -hmm. And I was intending to go back before her in January. But her honor had been promoted to a higher position in the court. So I didn't know if she was going to be the one that would answer the questions about what went on.
1: And just to be clear, what was the exact outcome of Judge Jackson's ruling? What, How has it affected you now?
0: Well, uh, what she did was is she dismissed my case, but this this is the exact timeline. If you look at the docket record, it'll say at the very bottom, and I highlighted that, that I filed it, that the clerk received it on March 22nd, 2017. But it states that nothing was put in the record until May 24th. Now, this is illegal. The Supreme Court's been on the record many times. It's illegal for a clerk who's ministerial to tamper with dockets the clerk can inform a party that they're in error and their particular item will be pulled away unless they correct but that's not what happened here the clerk actually uh, um, uh, unlawfully said that she had to wait for the judge's permission so that's a negative mark Mm -hmm. against judge jackson if she actually had dialogue well do we wait to put Mr. Uh, 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 Stephen Lazor-Haas's item in the record. Now, I don't have any proof that that's what happened. I've got the email from the clerk that that's what she says happened. But that's not what that's not what happened. So they kept my case undocumented because they knew it would go viral. You mm-hmm. nominate somebody like if I sued tomorrow to stop Judge Jackson, everybody would go viral. I don't want to do that. I don't want to cause her not, you know, uh, to have anxiety about it. Uh, I think she's strong enough to handle, you know, this thing point blank that she did what she needed to do, that she doesn't conclude the clerk's office. Um, uh, and I don't know the exact date she got it, but she did sign an order to dismiss on May 5th, which was six weeks after I had overnighted and certified and had email from the clerk that the clerk received it, uh, which was actually very specious because it was two days after Jay Clayton was confirmed, now I can understand the judge says, well, this is moot anyway, but I'm going to let laser have the chance to readdress the issue by putting in my order that is dismissed without prejudice. And this is an appealable order. Um, fortunately, the clerk that was mishandling it never sent me the stuff back. So I didn't know until months later when it was too late, you know, uh, and again, you're hoping that even though Trump nominated bad people that this case is so big, with hundreds of crimes by Bain Capital and Goldman Sachs, that my case would actually get handled, which it didn't. Did
1: you ever appeal or are you in the process now? Or what's happening?
0: You mean about my case? Yes. Okay. The E-Choice case, I now have whistleblower complaints. Uh, uh, proving me correct about trying to get a TRO to stop Jay Clayton as a nominee because it was too heavily conflicted. Jay Clayton's tenure, he cut the enforcements in half. But worse than that, he blocked my case. Now, he doesn't have the right to do that. Jay Clayton is a conflicted guy with Goldman Sachs. Stephen Pikin is a conflicted guy with Goldman Sachs, right? They don't have the right to block my case. They have to turn it over to the public in seg- integrity section or somebody. Again, if during the hearings he had mentioned that he had the conflict, which he didn't when he did the congressional hearings, about his being appointed, uh, they, they would automatically insisted that I have an independent person look into my case to keep it clean. I mean, it's not like Goldman Sachs is the smallest fry on the block and they're only going to have one case a year. These guys have cases every day. You need yeah. a task force on them. And my case proves that they have a bad faith culture within. Goldman Sachs, lawyers, Sullivan and Cromwell and m and have blocked me by lies under oath and schemes in every court. They're obstructing judges on a continuous basis, even to this day. Gary Gensler, uh, whether it was a mistake or not, allowed my case to be uh, finally sent. And I got two whistleblower case numbers. However, Right after that happened, a week later, SWAT come to my door, battering Ram uh, with a no-knock warrant, yanking me out and putting me in handcuffs. So when you ask where my case is, I don't know. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
1: I never win and tell.
0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Interesting. And I find it interesting that Jay Clayton's name come up, and there's got to be a reason you, you're you suing him to to block him. So what's the reason?
0: that? Well, uh, Jay Clayton was the chairman of the SEC, right? But he was a partner of Sullivan and Cromwell. As CEO of e doing my fiduciary duty about the billion-dollar stock fraud, which you can see in New York Times story, March 2013, it explains it, where they, they took the information I gave them, but the reporter didn't talk to me. But the reporter found an important smoking gun, Joe Nosira. Of the New York Times in the March 2013 story, which happened by the way right after the New York Supreme Court of Appeals said my case could reopen, I sued eToys in New York Supreme Court because that's where the stock was traded. Right. Uh, 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 eToys v. Goldman Sachs, case number six oh one eight oh five slash two zero zero two. I sued them about the billion dollar stock fraud. That's called a spinning scheme because Goldman Sachs deliberately underpriced our stock from 80 to 20 mm-hmm. and then gave the shares to handpicked friends who, in turn, gave 50 percent kickback of their windfall profits to Goldman Sachs. So Goldman Sachs stabbed his client in the back. You're not allowed to do that. And that's an automatic case. But Stephen Pikin, Jay Clayton and Combe Connolly refused to address it. So, yes, I have the right to sue him. I've even been looking into that if the SEC doesn't get busy soon. There's a new case that the Supreme Court decided in a uh, 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 a no-fly zone thing on Arabs that if federal agents overstep their boundaries in what they do, they're liable personally. You know, but I don't want Jay Clayton's money. I want him to be punished for his willful blindness. And I want Stephen Pikin and Colm Connolly to be punished because there's also people dead in my case. Twelve people, including a brother of a U.S. Mm-hmm. attorney. And they have tried to kill me several times. Knocked my teeth out, put me in the hospital, broke my arm, cracked my head. You know, it, it, it's just uh, uh, um, John Jack Wheeler, the guy that tried to help me in Wilmington, Delaware. He walked into Colm Connolly's office. He wound up dead in a dump. You know, it, 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 it's just surreal. You know, so I'm not going to give up on justice. This is my life. I haven't seen my kids or grandkids since they kidnapped my daughter and warned me to back off on my birthday in 2004, which is when I first found the evidence about it. When I first found the first smoking gun, they came hard. And every time I get close to them, they come hard again. And sooner or later, they're going to get serious. I can only hope that somebody takes all the information I put out there and does something about this.
1: I'm sorry to hear about all of that. And yeah, it's a bummer. And looking at your your eToys fraud case, it's been going on for 20 years now. Uh, when do you ever anticipate it to be resolved?
0: Well, Gary Gensler is telling the truth and, and President Joe Biden is telling the truth. President Joe Biden just came out that uh, corruption is the worst disease in our country. Which USAG John Ashcroft also tried to help me actually published a statement that's now they they accuse me of lying about it, but it's now at the federal court website at UScourts.gov, where John Ashcroft said the number one problem in this country is corrupt fellow judges colluding with high ranking members in the Justice Department, right? Where justice is withheld and people are extorted and threatened, and American citizens have nowhere to turn. I'm turning to Joe Biden. He helped me. He, Joe Biden and his son, Bo Biden, helped me in 2008 block home Connolly when George W. Bush nominated him for the judge the first time. And 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 and, and, and President Biden's son, Bo, was actually the attorney general in Delaware. But as senator and state prosecutor, they couldn't get involved in a federal investigation. But they gave me one of my biggest smoking guns. I had no idea that my attorney, Combe Connolly, E-Toys attorney, Combe Connolly, had been snuck over to the U.S. attorney's office. He never sent stuff signing with me. He always sent stuff with assistant U.S. attorney this and assistant U.S. attorney that saying, no, 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 no. Trial attorney saying no case, no case. I got confessions. Right. I mean, the evidence is overwhelming and profuse. It's a mile high house of cards. So E-Toys can be solved. Because the judge in my case, Judge Walrath, said uh, in reason, Hazel Atlas Glass and the U.S. trustee in my case also quoted Hazel Atlas Glass that there's no statute of limitations in my case. If they don't come clean about everything when she ordered them to, which they haven't, they've hidden dozens of conflicts of interest. Like Paul Traub and MNAT, um, I had another story, my biggest story to date. That doesn't even mention me, but I'm the whistleblower in Stage Stores and KB Toys' case. I turned down the bribe and reported it to Combe Connolly. Michael Glazier, the CEO of KB, is my counterpart. He accepted an $18 million bribe and stole $83 million from KB Toys and then filed bankruptcy. Now, can you or I file bankruptcy after we took $100 million and stuck it in our cookie jar? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, it's common happened. sense. Yeah. But Colm Connolly was a prosecutor. Stephen Pikin was a New York prosecutor. They're willfully blind. I don't care how much money they got. If they got one penny when they went to MNAT and Sullivan and Cromwell, they're bribed. Right. And they didn't. They got millions. Right. And they got career investment. And then what Trump did, Trump nominated, uh, 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 Jay Clayton, when Jay Clayton got approved, he made Stephen Pikin, the SEC top enforcer guaranteeing that my case would be blocked. And to insulate Combe Connolly, they gave Michael Milken a pardon, and then they turned around and made Colm Connolly a judge. Now, Senator Biden helped me by refusing to allow a vote to go forward on Combe Connolly. He couldn't get involved in my case, but he did the one thing that I believe actually helped get him vice presidency. When all the papers on the East Coast started trashing Biden, he didn't change his mind. He stood his ground. Right? Now I know him personally. I lived in Rehoboth, Delaware. I got solicited for, you know, contributions all the time, but I was a GOP guy back then. They were wasting their breath. But uh, but uh uh, is a small community, 900 people, Wilmington, Delaware, you know, 10,000 people. We all knew each other. You know, the, I carried around a million dollar blank check in my pocket. I never spent because I went broken kerosene heaters because they changed the law. It's like COVID. How do you start a restaurant tomorrow if they can lock you down for a year? They changed the rule that you couldn't sell kerosene heaters to the homes the year I went to get big. And I wound up in the hole and we had to file bankruptcy and just shut everything down. But I was still well-known in Delaware. I'm still known now. A lot of people in Delaware follow me. But they're scared. These guys are powerhouses, right? They crush anybody. And they saw John Jack Wheeler, who lived in Wilmington, Delaware, wind up dead in a dump after he visited Combe Connelly's building. I got video proof. But every time I call a cold case guy, he gets yanked off the case. Wow. You know, so when is it going to get solved? Your guess is good as mine. But if Gary Gensler and Biden will do what they're supposed to do, they should make this the premier case. Not for me. It's never been about me. It's what they're doing to us. Can we allow Al Capone to arrange for Frank Nitti to be federal prosecutor of Capone cases? (laughs) Paying capital to make their guy the head of the country. Right. We almost elected a racketeer as a president of the United States. That's ridiculous. Yeah.
1: Wow. With uh, hearing that, in, and, and I think you said it again, but, you know, we just, I think the audience is just curious to know, uh, is th- isn't is there a, a statute of litigation on such things?
0: Uh, well, uh, uh, in re- racketeering, which anybody that looked at, you know, you only need two crimes over two years. Right, I've got I've got hundreds of crimes over 20 years. Right, the racketeering, which by the way, irony is it was signed into law by Nixon, but the racketeering statutes, uh, 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 there is no statute of limitations. It was created. I'm actually a private attorney general, by the way. My girlfriend's a federal judge. They won't let her take her bar card out of retirement to stop me and her from going into court. Right. In my case, my legal fees were guaranteed over three million in legal fees. None of the attorneys in my case ever put in a request for a dime. Now, who gives away three million dollars in legal fees? Right. They'd never asked for him. Thousands of hours of legal fees. I had lawyers from the day I got in intoys. And by the way, we were conned. I was conned not to have my individual lawyer and not to specifically name me a CEO. I could still be CEO and standing because the technical word for what I was and the guy that replaced me as trustee. The bankruptcy code puts in trustees. A lawyer is a trustee. An accountant is a trustee. A real estate agent is a trustee. You're being trusted with the public estate because it no longer belongs to the people. It belongs to the United States people. It's the finality court for all the issues, right? So MNAT, and I got an affidavit about that from the chairman of the creditors committee, right? MNAT and the debtors counsel, Paul Roy Trob. Uh, uh, creditors council and Barry Gold, the guy they replaced me with, by the way, was Michael Glazier's worker. Mm. I'm in each voice fighting Goldman Sachs and fighting main capital who want to buy me cheap. I stopped the auction to sell to Bain capital KB for 5 million. And I got back hundreds of millions in bids. They offered me a bribe. I turn it down and report it. And I'm the one that they threatened to put in handcuffs. The FBI and the DOJ are all the am telling me they're going to put me away because when I was 18 years old, I had a felony record, but the joke, the irony is, is this felon is the one that turned down the bribe to be Mitt Romney's partner for millions where everybody else took it. And the people that are all supposed to be clean and trusted are the ones stealing, right? right? There's no statute of limitations on racketeering. Plus my case closed in 2015, the second circuit and the sec both came out and said on deliberate fraud, It's 10 years to statute of limitations. That's 2025. On top of that, there's no statute of limitations for whistleblower cases that have merit. You cannot allow deliberate fraud, even though they said 10 years. I would argue that before the Supreme Court. You can't allow insiders in the system, the lawyers that are representing the debtor, who, by the way, dinner. You know, in my case, the lawyers were Goldman Sachs lawyers, Bain, Cap- Bain Capital lawyers. These guys reduced the prices after I left and stuck in a Bain Capital guy to sue Goldman Sachs. And they sued Goldman Sachs with Paul Roy Traub, who was Ponzi scheme partners with Mark Dreyer doing 20 years. Tom Petters doing 50 years in his Ponzi scheme and Ed Okun doing 100 years. Edel Kuhn passed away, by the way, but Petters is still doing his 50 years and Mark Dreyer is uh, two more years from finishing his 20. Now, the, the, the receiver in the Tom Petters Ponzi case, I went into the court and I shook his hand. I punched him in the yard and said, you don't do right. I'm going to kick your ass. Everybody ran away from me like the plague, right? People that had my team t-shirts on, we all had the same t-shirts on, took them off and ran away. I went down in the elevator with the person I didn't know. The same way they had it rigged in Delaware and New York, in Minnesota, the prosecutor over the case was James Lackner, head of the criminal division, over Tom Petters Ponzi, who told me for five years there was no case. His brother, Marty Lackner, was a feeder fund for $2 billion to the case. And Petters Ponzi, by the way, they now admit is $40 billion, but they keep lying and only saying it's $3.7 billion. So that Madoff, which is only actually thirty billion, that they exaggerated to fifty. But when do you see the Feds downplay how severe the case is? Never. That was want to brag of how much they nailed and done. But Marty Lagner, who was a feeder fund to the Tom Petters Ponzi of two billion dollars at Lancelot and SkyBell, was brother of Assistant U.S. Attorney James Lagner, who presided over the case for five years and told me there was no case. When I'm going to meet Marty. For Monday morning in Chicago, for him to give me proof about it, the emails with his brother and stuff, he winds up dead in his closet. Wow. The same thing. Jack Wheeler, he was a West Point man. He built a Vietnam memorial. He worked for three presidents, Reagan, Bush one, and Bush two. You know, he's the cock of the walk. So he walks into... Colm Connolly's office in the Nemours building and the U.S. attorney's office in the Neymar building and said, lasers got the odds, you know, got you guys by the balls. Settle with this guy and get him off my back. He's got everybody in the state. And I did. I had the uh, steel manufacturers, uh, heating and air conditioning manufacturers, people of DuPont's, people that own the biggest dairies. They were all my buddies. They were nagging him. Do something about this. Help get this done. Because Jack Wheeler was an SEC prosecutor, too. That's what I needed him for. Mm-hmm. But then, dig this. After he dies and I put out stories to find the information, guess who shows up a month later and offers a reward for all the information to go to him? Well, Cole Connolly. Oh, wow. Cole Connolly actually volunteered 25000 of his own money to be a reward fund so that all the information would stop coming to me because he knew I'd nail him. And I did. I did get the video anyway. All we need is one phone call between Connolly and Jack Wheeler. We got motive, means and opportunity. He was in the building. The motive was to shut the case down. And the means was he was hitting the head. It was a crime of impulse. It wasn't preplanned. But somebody ransacked Jack Wheeler's home after the fact. And when Connolly came out as the Wheeler widow's attorney, she was scared. So I dropped investigating it. I don't want people dead in this case. I don't want people helping me. You know, if they come after you, take the video down. You know, don't let it happen. You know, but we, we got to stop. I'm doing the job that billions of dollars in tax paid public servants won't do. And that's seek justice. And the truth is here. And it's ridiculous that they could get away with hundreds of crimes. Can you imagine uh, AIG or uh, uh, Trump? tomorrow, being able to put another one like Barr in there that will never prosecute him in New York. They're -hmm. already talking about how Vance quit and these two other prosecutors quit, and this new prosecutor is changing the prosecution, right? If Trump gets that to happen and he gets somebody else to say it's not a case and it's dropped, well, it's double jeopardy. He can't be tried again on the same issue, statewise. I see the plan going on. Nobody else is talking about it. Right. But Trump had a dinner with Romney. Trump had the dinner with Romney because Trump makes all his deals, his business deals on the golf course where nobody can listen. Yeah. He couldn't meet Romney. Romney didn't play golf and he wasn't going to meet him at the West Wing where everybody be in and on the conversation. He met him at a private dinner. Right. Mm-hmm. And then after that, he nominated Jay Clayton. Jay Clayton got Stephen Pykin and he nominated Combe Connolly for judge. And Trump said, I'm not doing What Biden did, I'm not going to listen to senators. That's a protocol. It's not a law. Well, it's a protocol for a reason. It's common sense. The senators know what's going on in their own state, who's kosher and who's not. And here's something that'll blow your listeners' mind. In Delaware, Colm Connolly is judge. His partner, Mary Ellen Noriega, also MNAT, is judge, right? Andrews is judge. Starks is judge. The four federal judges the only four out of 50,000 legal professionals and lawyers and professors in the state of Delaware, all four of them were on my case, blocking my case. And do you think a tiger changes spots? Um, I mean, a stripes, a leopard changes spots. Come is no different than he was when he was willfully blind there. He's going to rig the case to what he wants to get rich the way he wants. Any investigation of this guy, he's going down and he may even go to jail for being complicit in knowing about the murders and quashing him. Right, there's a dozen dead in my place, including the Etoy shareholder who joined me, who thought I was part of the problem. Robert Albert, yeah. he had to shoot and kill a career assassin in his front door, and the guy that tried to offer him a bribe, he said, "People like you who turn down the bribe, wake up dead." Me and Robert Albert, they they canceled Robert Albert Etoy shareholder uh, account in 2016. Wells uh, Wells did in some other bank. His mother. And he couldn't get food. He was eating dog food. I had to send him money. I had to borrow money to send it to him. And then he finally got his account and money back. And we were going to go to Washington D.C. And he winds up—he wakes up dead, just like they said. And they cremate him. So you can't investigate why he woke up dead. You know, it's just ridiculous. But again, it's twenty-two billion plus. I think it's a hundred billion because the. Peters Ponzi, Mark Dreyer, O'Koon, Stanford, it all has the same guys in it, even Madoff. Yeah. They're all the same. Do you know that both Madoff's seds are dead? His dad is dead. The Madoff guy is dead. Yeah. And now his brother and sister killed themselves last week. They say it's too specious to me that all the people that can prove that what I'm saying is one giant Ponzi scheme, all these schemes across the nation with different area managers. Right. And they all get to go to country clubs and live out their life with steak, lobster and, you know, girls every night. We don't know what goes on. But why would they not want to point out? Why would the people in prison not want to point out that the Department of Justice is involved, that the people that kidnapped my daughter? Right. The guy that was in the witness protection program laundered 10 billion dollars. And this is funny. He confessed he lost laundered 10 billion dollars for the Petters Ponzi that they turned around and claimed was only three billion because they wanted to quiet it down and make Madoff the big thing up, right? Right. But my guys are still involved with Madoff too. The Her- Trob Boniquist and Fox, Harold Boniquist worked with uh the guys that were the feeder fund, right? He and here's the inside track into the US government another way. Harold Boniquist was the US Embassy and Consulate General, general counsel. So he's able to ask any questions he wants inside the inside good old boys club. You know, it's just it, it's just ridiculous. But what's ridiculous is, is that nobody is saying anything about the easiest Wall Street fraud case to prosecute ever. I've got so many smoking guns. You'd have to blow yourself up to make them disappear. And nobody will touch one thing. Nobody will say one thing about the corruption. Right. And we can't have, again, Frank Nitty being the prosecutor of Al Capone. So the Capone is always claiming there's statute of limitations, right? My guy said that I'm not guilty. I didn't do nothing. Ain't that a joke? Is it Mitt Romney mm-hmm. claiming he's retroactively retired from his organized crimes a joke?
1: Wow, uh, this is so much to unpack. And and as I'm listening, you know, it's an old cliche that you can't fight city hall. You know, so why, why are you hanging in here for 20 years?
0: Well, uh, let's take away the dead people. Let's take away the fact they kidnapped my daughter, that I haven't seen or held my kids or grandkids. Since 2004, they've deprived my family. I mean, I always tried to be a wonderful father. They all hate me now, right? Because it's easy to hate somebody you haven't seen. You know, the mm-hmm. only one that talks to me is my kidnapped daughter. Right. the mm-hmm. uh, I have to stay away from for safety's sake. My girlfriend, she's on her deathbed. I can't be there with her because it's unsafe. If I'm there and we're working together full time on this, they're going to come and push her into an earlier grave. She's already dying. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, the, the, the Judge Mary Elizabeth Bullock, you ask anybody that knows her on uh, LinkedIn or Twitter, they all love her. She she just like me. We don't do like the other people that are at our status. You know, we're not supposed to talk to the people on the earth. We're supposed to stay aloof, right? We're supposed to stay hidden and quiet, right? Or be locked up like Assange and Snowden where we can say very little. Screw that. The United States citizenry is paying billions of dollars for people to be incompetent, for people to be willfully blind, for their systems of justice to be corrupt, Right. And people overseas die for a lot less for oil wars. At least if they come and get us, we die for a noble cause. Would you allow your daughter to be kidnapped and never give up?
1: No, not at all.
0: Okay. Would you allow your co-workers to be killed or die without justice and never give up? No. Right? I'm not brave. I'm not a hero. I'm a pissed off dog that has nowhere else to go but Adam. They took my career. They took my life savings. They took everything I had and they destroy everybody decent that tries to work with me. I've got no choice. If I don't do it, they do win. They only win if I quit.
1: Very compelling. And as we wrap this thing up, there's one final question that comes to mind and it's fully loaded with a statement too. So you allege that Goldman Sachs and, Bang Company, uh, Bang Capital are partners in being unjustly enriched, and that they are able to benefit from like hundreds of organized crimes by arranging their lawyers to become revolving door, heavily conflicted with federal prosecutors who are willfully blind, but they don't care. Uh, do, do you believe you can win against these powerhouses at all?
0: I believe that truth can win. The one thing about truth, it's inflexible and immortal. They can muddy it all they want. Romney can take his 800 radio stations and say that I'm an organized criminal because that's what they do. They take my one felony back 45 years ago and they tell the authorities not to listen to me. I'm a uh, a career criminal. Mm -hmm. Right. Now, even if that were true, even if I was a murderer, do you allow them to get away with the crimes they're doing? No, you should. All right. They've done hundreds of crimes, bankruptcy crime. And here's the thing. Neither the FB, FTC, the SEC, the FBI, the DOJ, or the antitrust division bothered to do a monopoly case. Bain Capital. This is my second whistleblower case. My first one's about eToys because that's my fiduciary duty. My second one is actually the bigger case, right? Mattel, Bain Capital, and Goldman Sachs partnered together to rip off merging the learning company with m my lawyers, merged the learning company with Mattel, right? And, and they did it by cooking the books where Mattel instantly lost $4 billion that was losing millions of dollars each week. So they had to give the company away for free. Now, mm-hmm. shouldn't that be prosecuted?
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And that's the least crime that they did. There's people dead in my case. They These people, here's the other thing. They're betraying their oath to their clients and the court. MNAT and Paul Roy Traub swore an oath to the court that we didn't need an independent uh, lawyer for the shareholders. So that elevated their fiduciary duty. All the while, they were lying when they did that and blocking Robert Albert and the Etoy shareholders group and my case from going to court. Instead of going to court properly with an independent prosecutor who could have took this evidence, like MNAT had e-toys, books, and records destroyed mm-hmm. in the very first month of a 14-year case. Can anybody else do that? It's hundreds of crimes. Bain Capital had a monopoly on KB, Jim Bray, Jumbo Sports, Zany Brainy, uh, Babies R Us, uh, FAO Sports, Toys R Us, e-toys. They had a monopoly. No case. They bled out bankrupt and killed them all. No case. E Toys and KB Toys were bankrupt three times and always wind up at Bank Capital. You know how? Paul Traub, the lawyer for Stage Stores under Barry Gold, who replaced me as president of E T uh, and CEO of E Toys, and Barry Gold under Michael Glazier, who is the Stage Store CEO but was also KB Toys CEO who Bain Capital and Mitt Romney owned the lion's shares of state store stock. Paul Traub went from there being the attorney for Mattel against Bain Capital. Bain Capital's lawyer wound up being the creditor's attorney against the offender. Now that's not right. And, and again, that's, and, and again, Goldman Sachs sued Goldman Sachs by lying under oath and destroying Etoy's book and records and promised to protect the shareholders, which means they stabbed their court approved clients in the back. Lawyers are not allowed to have conflicts of interest. Lawyers swear an oath under penalty of perjury and under professional rules of conduct laws in each state that they duty to client first and foremost. Instead of protecting their clients, MNAT, Barry Gold, and Paul Traub, three different parties, circled the wagons and protected each other and destroyed me because I was representing the truth. I'm insignificant. I came from nowhere. I understand that. I'm from the wrong side of their tracks. And they only let me in because they thought they could bribe me. But I did an excellent job. And even with everybody around me, everybody around me, being in on the cronyism and corruption to destroy EToys, I was whipping their ass until they locked my key card out, had the feds threaten me and put Barry Gold in my place. And again, I didn't know that I was reporting the crimes to Com Connolly that he was my lawyer. Hmm. I was reporting the crimes to Frank Nitty, asking him to arrest Al Capone. They're laughing their ass off at me. If it wasn't for the Bidens, I want to know. What? Do you think I'm entitled to justice? Do your listeners think that E Toys is entitled for justice? Forget me, I'm dead tomorrow. Is E Toys entitled for justice? Should these guys get away with this? That's the question you have to answer. Shouldn't there be an investigation at the barest minimums?
1: You know, after hearing all of this, it is very compelling and it's very much clear that there should be some justice.
0: I agree. I agree. And I and and anybody that got defrauded by them once they the the Michelle, the Mattel uh, shareholders that lost the four billion sued and only got twenty seven million. They lost four billion. They got twenty seven million. Probably most of that went to the lawyers. Do you think that they want to know these facts tomorrow? Because there's no statute of limitations when it's fraud on the court by officers of the court. You and I lie to the court. It's no big deal. But our lawyers knowingly defraud the court. And that's what happened. They knowingly defraud the court. Withholding evidence is obstructing justice is defrauding the court. When you hide material facts that are germane, the prosecutors that are saying no to the case are saying there's no cases or partners in the crime. Can you commit a crime tomorrow and your brother be the prosecutor and say you didn't do nothing and you bought your brother a house? Oh yeah, that won't happen. Yeah, no, no. Uh, again, because it's Mitt Romney and Goldman Sachs, they're allowed to be above the law. I don't think so. Wow.
1: Well, thank you so much, Laser. You know, for this wonderful presentation that you have given us today. We do have some attachments that have been shown throughout the uh, the video. Uh, If you are watching via video, but if you are watching or listening, that is uh, through podcast way, uh, you definitely want to check out the links that we have attached in the episode description and uh, check out some of the uh, pictures, uh, screenshot pictures of um, the Haas versus Trump case filing. We also have a docket of of the showing of Judge Jackson and a report that was uh, released just recently.
0: Yeah, I think I think President Biden nominated Judge Jackson specifically because she handled the case and she can point out what happened. That's if anybody's brave enough to ask her the question during, you know, if they ask the question about what happened in my case with Trump, it's over. The House of Cards fall. It's a mile high. A storm would come like you wouldn't believe. I look forward if your listeners want to know more, if they pay enough attention, we'll do this again.
1: Absolutely. In the meanwhile, is there anything we can
0: do to support you uh, in your efforts? Well, all you got to do—the only thing that has to be done for justice here—is the truth to get to a person of authority that won't be bribed, and I think Judge Jackson is one of those people. I think the way she went out of her way to mark my docket that it was appealable and done without prejudice, because other judges have done it, said that I'm I'm kicked out with prejudice. Now, when you're doing that against the law, it's moot anyway. But you can only fight that with a law degree. And who's going to fight Goldman Sachs and Bain Capital? Why did my lawyers not take three million dollars? Because they got more from somewhere else. Goldman Sachs handed them another case, uh, Rocky Sai, T S A I. I sued Romney for racketeering in Los Angeles because I couldn't do it in New York and Delaware, right? Mm-hmm. And the judges down there closed it and said it was insubstantial. A matter of fact, the Third Circuit judges in Philadelphia over the Etoys case said that the federal rules of appellate procedure doesn't apply to my case. How can you say the law doesn't apply? Because they know nobody's listening because the voice that's saying it is not loud enough until somebody else is brave enough to look at the evidence that I got, which, by the way, I post to the FBI all the time. I dare them to arrest me. SWAT was here at my door with machine guns. You know, I'll send you a picture of that. Uh, they put me in handcuffs. An FBI guy walked by and I said, listen, they're accusing me of lying on who I am. This is my name uh, under the Martha Stewart case where you can't lie to the FBI. This is it. Either let me go or give me my phone call and let me call my girlfriend, a retired federal judge, and see how you respond to her coming up here in an ambulance and asking you what you're doing. They told me they got a no-knock warrant. They won't even show it to me. You're required to show it to me. Right. Right? The joke on them is that I closed down six law firms and M&AT going to be my seventh m and needs to go down. You can't backstab your court-approved clients and keep your license to operate under law. Just can't do it.
1: Wow, this is so heavy. And again... We, I told
0: you you didn't know what you were getting into.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we, we thank you so much. And um, we, we, we definitely going to be uh, doing all we can on, on our behalf to get the, get as much of the word out as possible uh, so we can render some, some support behind... What you're trying to do here?
0: Um, well, the U.S. court system needs to be corrected. If they can get away with this and tampering with dockets, my cases are disappearing. You go into my cases, E Toys, KB Toys, State Store. It says unavailable, not found in record. They're tapping with the federal archives in Washington, D.C. That's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, this is totally um, injustice and totally uncalled for. It, you know, so um, thank you again, and um, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate your time. Absolutely. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you uh, take the time out right now to uh, share this wonderful episode recording uh, with someone you know and don't know, it would definitely help to further the message. Uh, we would also allow for you to send off any questions. Uh, you can send them by simply um, leaving a review in the public uh, part of like how you are listening or watching, or you can send an email directly to uh, media at transformu.us, that's media at transformu.us. I'll uh, put in the subject line laser, uh, and uh, we'll be sure to get those those answers to those questions that you have uh, to gain some public support behind what's uh, this crime uh, and take it down. So,
0: uh, I'm yeah, you can be on the side of good people. You can help kick yeah, ass.
1: Absolutely. I'm your host, Marcus Hart. Uh, this is the Transforming Life Show. Until uh, next time, many blessings, peace, and lots of love.